0: Thanks for smarting with us and supporting WhoSmarted. Smarted. Hey there, it's Trusty. And you know I love sitting at home, listening to good podcasts as much as I love going on adventures. And do I have a great one to recommend to all you smarty pants and smarty parents from the award-winning Go Kids Go team. It's called Snoop and Sniffy. What happens when Snoop an experienced dog detective from London, gets sent to small-town Flugerville to train clueless puppy Sniffy as an undercover agent? Mystery, adventure, and chaos. Seriously, the town of Flugerville isn't Dolesville like Snoop expected, and he quickly realizes that he can't handle all the action without Sniffy by his side. Even when they're able to turn a blind eye to the alien superheroes and villains battling it out for control of Flugerville, Snoop and Sniffy have their paws full solving wild and wacky mystery cases on Bark Street. Do you love to laugh? Do you love animals? Do you have the brightest mind since Sherlock Holmes? Then tag along, there are already eight seasons of hilarious canine crimes to solve. Search for Snoop and Sniffy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Smarty Pants. Right now, I'm in England, standing at the top of Cooper's Hill, a super steep hill that's longer than two football fields. In just a minute, me and 50 other people will begin running full speed down this hill It's kind of like a race, only it's also a chase. And the thing we'll be chasing is cheese. One to be
1: ready. Two to be steady. Three for the cheese.
0: They just sent a giant wheel of cheese rolling down the hill. And four to be off. And off we go. You're probably thinking, what the heck is going on? It's a cheese roll, mate. Whoops. Whoops. It's also a people roll. Racers fall and tumble down the steep hill, too. But why? Why are we chasing a nine-pound wheel of
1: cheese down a hill? Tradition. This race has been going on every year since at least 1826. And competition. The cheese is released one second before the racers take off, and everyone tries to catch it. It's crazy, fun, and a little dangerous. But well worth it. Worth it how? What do you win if you catch the cheese? Oh, (laughs) you'll never catch the cheese, mate. The cheese can hit speeds of up to 70 miles per hour. It's like chasing a cheetah. So if you can't catch the cheese, why are we doing this? To be the first one down the hill. First one down wins. Wins what? The cheese! I'm risking my life to win cheese? Hey, it's double Gloucester. But there's also the glory. Glory.
0: Cheese has played, and continues to play, an important role. Don't say role! An important part in our traditions, politics, and unique cultural identities. And our meals! It's referenced in all kinds of idioms or figures of speech, like calling someone the big cheese, or saying cheese when taking a photo. And if something or someone is especially goofy, you might call it, What? Did you say cheesy? And of course there's... Hey, who got the cheese? Wasn't me. I just smarted. But what is cheese? How come some are stinky or moldy? And most of all, what makes cheese so delicious that we eat it on or with so many things? I don't know. It's time for a stinky whiff of science on. Who
1: smarted? Who smarted? Who smart? Is it you? Is it me? Is it science or history? Listen up, everyone. We make smarting lots of fun on Who's Smarted.
0: And- Go ahead. Shout out your favorite foods that include cheese. Let me hear them. Okay, got mac and cheese, pizza, nachos, grilled cheese, lasagna, queso dip, Cheez-Its, potatoes au gratin. Nice. We slice cheese up and put it on burgers and sandwiches. We grate, shave, shred, and sprinkle it on pastas, soups, and salads. We even have it for dessert. Ooh,
1: cheesecake. Yum.
0: Unless you're lactose intolerant, you probably eat a fair amount of cheese in some form or another. Of course, not every person is going to like every cheese. There are a lot of varieties to choose from, and some are quite... ...stinky. One of the oldest known types of cheese is the appropriately named Stinking Bishop. Yucky! But the smelliest cheeses in the world are Limburger from Germany, Italian Taleggio, and Roquefort, Brie de Meaux, and Epoise, all from France.
1: Ah, uh, the strong smell of fromage. Epoise was a favorite cheese of Napoleon. Made from raw milk, it is très delicious, but so, so stinky. In France, we love food, we love tradition, and we love cheese. Our Dairy Farmers Organization estimates we have 1,200 different varieties of cheese.
0: 1,200 varieties.
1: Whoa. Wow.
0: How many kinds of cheeses do you know? Smarty Pants, Cheddar, Swiss, Individually Wrapped Kraft American Slices? Uh, we'll get to that later. So how do they flavor so many different cheeses? Well, some factors include milk selection additive ingredients, and the aging process. Most cheeses, including cheddar, Swiss, and Gouda, are made with cow's milk. While others, like feta, are made from sheep's milk.
1: Uh, or chavra from goat's milk. Uh. Cheese can even be made from buffalo,
0: camel, or yak's milk. It's all dependent upon which kind of animals live in your region and what kind of flavor you're craving.
1: An in fact tells the history of cheese.
0: The exact origins of cheesemaking are unknown. Culinary historians suppose early cheese production is closely related to the domestication of milk-producing animals around 8-10,000 years ago. Ah. Cheesemaking is referenced in ancient Greek mythology and murals in Egyptian tombs. Cheese may have been discovered accidentally when ancient residents of the area known as the Fertile Crescent near the Mediterranean Sea stored milk in containers made from the stomachs of animals.
1: Sometimes wonderful things are discovered in disgusting ways. Rennet
0: is an enzyme naturally found in the stomachs of animals, such as goats, sheep, cows, and camels. This enzyme causes milk to coagulate or thicken. It then separates into two parts, curds and whey, which, to any of you who are Nursery Rhyme fans, might sound familiar.
1: I'm just going to sit on this tuffet and eat my curds and whey. Eek! A spider!
0: I can't speak to Little Miss Muffet's dietary habits, but I do know the United States Food and Drug Administration, or FTA, requires all milk to be pasteurized, a process for removing potentially harmful bacteria. Ah. However, in some parts of the world, the milk used for cheese may simply be warmed or, in some cases, come straight from the cow. Next, the milk needs to be acidified. Depending on the type of cheese you're making, this could mean adding vinegar, citric acid, or what's known as starter cultures, which are living bacteria that eat up the lactose in milk, turning it into lactic acid.
1: But remember, the milk needs to coagulate or thicken. To do that, a coagulant is added to make the milk nice and squishy. Rennet, the natural enzyme found in animal
0: stomachs, can still be used as a coagulant today. But other options come from plants or fungus or an artificial rennet produced in a lab, which mimics the real thing.
1: This separates the solid curds from the liquid whey. Next comes a step
0: called cutting the curd, which removes even more moisture from the curds. This is followed by processing the curds, which may involve washing and cooking the curds. Generally, the more the curds are cut and cooked, the drier and harder your cheese will be. Ah, but don't forget to salt your curd. The separated curd is shaped and salted to preserve and flavor the cheese. Some cheeses, especially soft ones like burrata, feta, and
1: mascarpone, are served freshly prepared. Others are aged. Aged in a cave by a knave named Dave. Um, it could
0: be. The temperature and humidity of the cave or room where the cheese ages
1: is important. An affinier is an expert who helps a cheese achieve its desired flavor and texture as it ages, like a soccer coach for cheese. For some cheeses, ambient
0: molds in the air give the cheese a distinct flavor. Sometimes mold is added, like with brie and blue cheese. Cheese may be turned, brushed with oil, washed with brine or salty water, or coated in wax. Each type of cheese requires a different process. Ah. Most cheeses are considered aged after six months. Bito Storico, however, can be aged for up to 18 years.
1: (laughs) But it's not allowed to vote.
0: (laughs) Many aged cheeses develop a rind, as the exterior of the cheese dries during the aging process. The rind contains different cheese-making bacteria, and may be additionally flavored thanks to the work of the affineux.
1: In France, we eat the rind. Mange la croute. In America, we do not. American cheese doesn't even have a rind. American cheese. It isn't even cheese. Ah, true
0: or false? Is American cheese cheese? True. False. The answer is right after this quick break. Hi, Trusty here with a special message for all the parents and guardians listening. I know how important it is for your child to excel in every way possible, especially when it comes to education. Well, thanks to my friends at iXL. plus 20% off your next month. That's code SMARTED50 at factormeals.com slash SMARTED50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Now back to Who Smarted? So what do you think, Smarty Pants? Is American cheese actually cheese? The answer, sadly, is false. No! Told ya. In order for a cheese to be classified as cheese, it must contain at least 51%, well, cheese. American cheese has many ingredients in addition to cheddar. There's whey, water, protein concentrate, milk, sodium citrate, calcium phosphate, milk, fat, gelatin, salt, sodium phosphate, lactic acid, and paprika, extract, enzymes, vitamin A, palmitate, cheese culture, and vitamin D3. Sangre <sighs> blue. What you mean blue? It ain't blue, it's yellow. Technically, it must be referred to as pasteurized cheese product or cheese food. It is historically important, though, and melts beautifully. Aha! The first American cheese factory was established in 1851 by Jesse Williams in New York. The product became highly popular and was known at the time as yellow cheese. But it was a Canadian, Robert L. Kraft who patented the method for processing cheese in 1916.
1: Perhaps it should be called Canadian cheese food?
0: Shush. But here's what's especially interesting about American cheese food. Kraft was the first brand to debut individually sliced and packaged cheese slices for the American public. His slices were immensely popular with soldiers during World Wars I and II. Even today, Kraft remains America's largest producer of American cheese.
1: Kraft Deluxe Slices. Whenever you get the slices marked Kraft, you get the kind with extra-rich cheese flavor in every single bite.
0: Then, thanks to the Agriculture Act of 1949, the U.S. government began purchasing products, like cheese, from dairy farmers to help stabilize the agricultural economy. When Americans
1: who needed an economic boost received government assistance, Cheese was often part of their benefit. That's why, at the end of World War II, people began referring to money as cheese. Gotta make that cheddar. Except it's not cheddar. It's cheese food. Shush.
0: The actual origins of cheesemaking remain mysterious. We know that by the time of the Roman Empire, cheesemaking was common and highly valued throughout Europe and the Middle East. By the time of Julius Caesar... Literally hundreds of cheese varieties were being produced and traded. All hail Julius cheese! Now that's cheesy. Thanks to the Romans documenting their processes, the cheesemakers after them were able to use that information to improve and refine their techniques. Lots of the cheeses you and I love today were developed in the last 500 years. Ah. Cheeses like cheddar, Swiss, and Parmesan. Cheese making flourished in Europe and the Middle East. But North and South America show no evidence of early cheesemaking. Oh. Until European immigrants brought cheese with them on their overseas voyages. Yeah. And thanks to that, we have our most comforting comfort foods.
1: Yeah, let me get a uh, potato skins and mozzarella sticks and cheese curds and ranch. Jalapeno poppers, chicken wings with blue cheese and some cheesy bread. Ooh, on some fondue. What about you, narrator? Oh, I'll just have some of the double Gloucester
0: cheese I won at the cheese roll. A big shout-out to big fans Chris and Catherine in Nolensville, Tennessee. Thanks so much for listening to Who Smarted? This episode, Cheese, was written by Libby Ward and voiced by Jason Williams, Brandon Bayless, Max Kamaski, and yours truly, Jerry Colbert technical direction, and sound design by Josh Mozzarella-Hahn. Who Smarted is recorded and mixed at the Relic Room Studios. Our associate producer is Max Cheddar Kamaski. The theme song is by Brian Swiss Suarez, with lyrics written and performed by Adam Tex-Davis. Who Smarted was created and produced by Adam Tex-Davis and Jerry Colbert. This is an Atomic Entertainment production.